much podcast you're listening to me mohit along with my good friend sanat sanat what's going on good friend okay so i'm not a co-host anymore i see oh, are you no. kicking me out of the podcast mohit oh no He i'm fine you. thank you um actually i was uh, i was thinking about um, i was just going through so i i got i got myself a new desktop uh in the in this year previously i think in in july and uh, yeah, it's a really good desktop by the way <laughs> and i uh, i obviously though obviously since a year more than almost a year the prices are all like really high for the pcs so um, i was just like kind of intrigued i wanted to check out what the prices are currently for especially graphic cards um and other components basically everything all prices for all components have just shot up uh, and they are just see, they just seem crazy at the moment they are so high they are uh, really high man yes yeah uh so yeah i just um i was doing that today apart from that um i don't know i was i was chilling i had a good week um i did not do much exercise and stuff i was just like chilling that's all nothing uh nothing of note uh that happened oh, how about you how about uh, you something similar about me <laughs> i went to i went to a friend's house i relaxed there uh, for the weekend i came back in the you know in the morning of monday and since then it has, life has been cruising you know it's, a, it's it's like on easy cruise mode in a big huge highway so it's it's like that it's going <laughs> right chill i think end of year vibes i guess it's like exactly. not much to do thankfully you know for some reason like uh, towards the end of the year everyone is kind of in a better mood let's just put it that way they're not in their usual grumpy mood that's uh, actually kind of true yes yeah, that's uh, something i've noticed that as well yes yeah maybe because they yeah they are all they are prepping for the i don't know a week's <laughs> worth of holiday that's that's that they <laughs> that they gonna, they're going to get Uh, that's actually uh, that's a very good observation so by the way sanat you know uh, your pc you built it how you know uh, percentage wise let us just understand how much it would have costed you know how how much it would have is it costed is costed an english word yes it is how much would it cost how much would it have costed us uh, how much it would have cost okay. us i don't know uh, man i think cost i think cost yeah, is a correct in terms of percentage if everything was yeah. normal you know like yeah. for what you paid versus uh, you mean pre pandemic prices yeah like how much would you think uh, would be the difference how much do you think i would have saved percentage. in percentage yes, percentage wise yes i would have easily saved uh, fif- more than half like more than 50% um that is insane more than fi- i think easily 60% because my gpu was the main component my gpu is like uh, i can say my gpu is 6, 6, 6 70% of my cost of the mm-hmm. whole whole desktop and guys mind you i never had a table i never had a monitor no cabinet nothing i bought everything from scratch because i only had a laptop and there is nothing that you can transfer from the laptop um through a pc which and as a matter of fact this is something this would be funny for someone i actually asked mohit if you remember on one of our phone calls i asked you whether you can um transfer or uh, just like remove the parts from the laptop and use the same on pcs because literally <laughs> that was the i was 
I was like, I was thinking, where can I, where can I, how, in which area can I save money in anything? If I could transfer the RAM, if I could transfer the processor or something, and I was like, okay, then I would just need to spend for a monitor and a GPU. Um, so, and yeah, obviously a fan for the CPU and all that. Obviously, like, this is all like nerd talk, but definitely, yeah, I would have said, to answer your question, yeah, I would have saved a shit ton of money. A lot of money, yeah. And it's, it's, you know, I think pandemic, uh, if nothing else, it has shown us how important PCs are in today's world. You know, it's right. something that every single person uh, who is in, let's just say, uh, who, okay, let, let's just say anyone who was in a job which required uh, handling PCs or doing anything with the PC. Yeah, basic, you know, basic necessary calculations or necessary word processing, necessary, you know. Yeah. Almost it's, anything. You can just, just put it in almost anything apart from like physical, like laborers yeah. and stuff like that. I don't think anyone apart from that, anything apart from that group of people, I think was af- definitely affected by the pandemic where they either needed to shift to their own personal computers or buy one. Exactly, exactly. And th- that's why I think the inflated price because there's so much of demand. That's right. And, and also, obviously, supply issues and... Supply issues, exactly, and, yeah. exactly. That's, that's, that, obviously, there is a lot to talk about it and we will be diving into some of these topics because obviously this is a huge topic. Uh, and if you have not realized this by now, guys, like the, the topic for today is... Uh, definitely about pc and pc components just the pc market and the amount that we can cover in the in the span of like one episode of our podcast yeah so, that is true yeah so as a first so as the first uh, part of this episode i wanted to so mohit also mohit is also so before i was mohit was i was consul, uh, mohit was consulting me um uh when i was when i was building my pc obviously i was not consulting only with mohit i was asking more people but mohit was one of the mohit was one of the people who was one of the persons who was uh, assisting me to build build my system so definitely he also has quite a few uh, stuff to talk about this and definitely i having built my pc during the pandemic i was you can say i'm the f- i'm the first line of uh whatever like a soldiers who who got hit by this huge price hikes and all that because obviously i built my pc and i had like exactly, literally no yeah. other way out so so yeah definitely the first point is importance of having importance of having a pc and yeah you put it you put uh, yeah you put it the best way you could have that is because of the pandemic so honestly before even coming to the pandemic i wanted to just think about how much we were dependent on pcs right like exactly exactly it's so uh, insane at every workplace pc is like what it's like uh it's it's understood it's expected to be there yeah it's like it's like drinking water and washrooms like you know pcs like it's at a workplace at a workplace it is supposed to be there like clean drinking water and clean washrooms that is the least you can expect at a workplace and and that and computer is the third thing you know a pc is a computer pc is a third thing that you would expect to have and yeah that basically speaks volumes about how much how dependent we were on pcs and how mainstream they had become it is no it was no more a luxurious product or uh, anything like that uh, although it comes at a cost but definitely it was 
one of those like things that are so common that you would find everywhere everywhere exactly and that just shows you know how versatile a pc is and what it can do for human kind and uh, this i think this price escalation you know it, it hurt people who i felt needed it the most you know uh, people who were like either a students yeah or b people who were a little bit uh, poor and they wanted to buy the first let's just say pc yeah so like we said right most people had to either shift to their personal computers if they had one if they didn't they had to buy one and you have to agree with me mohit on this point is that a lot of workplaces they should just um give laptops to the uh, to their employees and those those employees were kind of the least hit because they were able to um you know uh, do do continue doing their work from their homes with their laptops which the company was pro- companies provided but um you know people who used to work on desktop or workstations which were at their workplace there is no way that they could do the same work because obviously they would not carry their exactly. desktops desktops home every day right so people who were either de- ne- never had their personal computers or pe- they had to definitely build one because there was no other way out exactly i i completely agree with you in this uh, matter and i also want to you know say that how much in pc one component was insanely hard to get the infamous right. gpu right so you can understand uh, yeah i mean as even as you said it hurts you know because honestly i paid i paid more than 200 more than 100% of the price i was more, i paid more exactly. than double to put it uh, in in a simple way you know i paid i definitely paid more than double my cousin brother who um, he he told me that sanat um, do not uh, i we understand that uh, the gpu prices are inflated but definitely don't pay more than 20% don't pay more than 20% of the cost of the mrp um which is the maximum retail price so uh, but obviously i never listened to my my cousin's advice and i went on went on ahead and bought obviously everyone has their own reasons uh, but definitely like yeah like it's it's i think the most important factor that is driving the prices up for a computer up for a desktop pc would be the gpu and uh, yeah and also like i think that it is all because of this is a great segue to our second point and that is definitely based on semiconductors right because exactly, exactly i think that it's not only gpu although gpu prices are hit the most i feel overall most components of a laptop or a pc are affected definitely and that is why no matter what component of a pc you go to buy or no the matter which laptop yeah the price will be inflated even if the laptop has like integrated gpu even if a laptop has like an uh, intel processor which comes with their what is it what is their what is their graphic this thing intel hd graphics i think intel hd graphics yeah. anything has a semiconductor chip in it yeah anything anything that has insane how many things have semiconductor chips in it sanat right starting from our cars all the way down to you know uh, these days you have those automated flush exactly yeah <laughs> and home automation and home automation yeah home right automation. yeah home if your ac has wifi if your ac has wifi if you can if you can command your amazon echo to switch the ac on your ac has a semiconductor in it if you can command your uh, smart tv to do something it has a semiconductor anything that is 
smart and I'm and I'm doing the quotes sign here it definitely has a semiconductor because that is the only way they can uh, they are able obviously I'm not a I'm not a person from the technical field but I know this much that all these all all these small components as well use a semiconductor and every such market has been hit equally i i actually agree like semiconductors even if you had like a normal ac from 2000s there would have been a semiconductor because of the leds inside it you know oh yeah things like that as well yes these are the smallest things you guys have to understand that almost every single thing requires semiconductor and when covid hit the silicon mining went for a toss and that right. was something that uh, affected you know in a major way i feel right. it affected in such a huge way that uh, and i think we will discuss more on uh, yeah yes we will discuss definitely happened. yeah but yeah. our dependence definitely on semiconductors is is a lot and guys i'm telling you pause the episode right now and think about how many devices that you have around you or maybe you are in one which uses a semiconductor and you would your mind would be you would be blown away uh, just to know the sheer number of devices that you number one rely on number two make use of for anything and those devices definitely use semiconductors so i think i think we have talked a lot about uh, semiconductor and what we depend on but i think i think the most important thing that i wanted to talk about today is how we are essentially i believe over dependent on uh, the supply chain efficiency right so let me just uh, you know give an example Anath. yeah yeah so please this, this huge silicon wafer shortage chip shortage whatever you say happened because uh, a lot of these companies a uh, the main thing is uh, <laughs> most of the semiconductors that were made were made only by i believe uh, two to three in in the entire world yeah and i think samsung is one and then there is tsmc right in taiwan tsmc there is uh, samsung there makes some, chips Foxconn, yes yes there is and? Foxconn as well yeah yeah so, so there are these and but they had their manufacturing setup for something so important sanat for something right. so important their manufacturing setup was there only in one place right and also That's and i think also the distribution of production right tsmc it's like it's so uneven guys tsmc produces if i'm not wrong please don't quote me on this but i definitely know that it is very high more than 90 if not 90 then more than 90% of all the chips that are used all over the world and yes. this thing has a huge plot in a small island nation called taiwan you know that's that's all and there is nothing at least at least samsung um samsung has a big in, and so just imagine like 10% is made by samsung and foxconn so just think about how in inef- how yeah unequal the distribution of production is and it's it's so important here's the thing right i understand why people want the hyper efficiency right so the hyper efficiency is basically to cut down a lot of costs which uh, would definitely uh, save in a long term if you are trying to save money but what that has done is 
because a lot of these companies are chasing this hyper efficiency they are chasing uh, you know to maximize even the point of product you know like 99.9% if they want if they can get the 0.9% profit as well which is true like anyone in the world would want to do honestly 0.9 is something that is very high you said i think in from my experience i feel if they can save 0.01% of the cost they are going to do it if they can if that enables them to earn 0.1% profit more or sorry 0.01% profit 0. more def, they they will do it so and i think that the world yeah that is what you are saying so i'll i'll allow you to continue mohit yeah okay so so one of the things that has happened if you can see sana these days uh, any company which is considered a well managed company it has a very close tabs on inventory they'll only produce as much as they need they will never you know have leeway for anything to go wrong and that is something that uh, you know these very well managed companies such as intel amd nvidia these were so called very well managed companies right uh, and they were not able to i'm saying managed as in in terms of uh, the production and input exactly yeah, yeah, yeah supply and all that yeah supply and demand so uh, what happened here was that they never used to keep uh, excess silicon in uh, with them they never used to uh, have any provision uh, for mm. uh, having some excess inventory right in case of something you know going either you know south let's say something so. going not even south let's just south is way extreme of a word in case something does not work out as planned okay so in case something does not work out as planned and it's just a 5 to 10% no let's say 5% or minus 5% variance in some some mm-hmm. need that is being taken so and this is to be fair sanat i think it's not fair to blame the semiconductor companies because i think every single almost every single company does the same thing right so it is more of a more of a exactly. culture it's more of a culture that yes. is to be blamed yes. this culture has uh, become very prominent and that's why you could see when the demand crunch hit uh, it was very tough it was you know it was genuinely very tough uh, to meet the demand right of the entire world so and i the think world yeah economies suffered in general yeah even I... if you have to pay higher because of the uh, you know because let's just say that uh, they are taking uh, some amount of extra money mm-hmm. they being uh, larger demand at mm-hmm. least they are being able to cater to the demand unlike right. you know what was happening yeah i think that yeah so that is that is definitely true what you said and also um, i think it was a perfect storm because exactly um, it was like the demand rose uh and the supply fell so it was supply like went completely zero right right uh yeah actually that is that is true so it went zero it didn't even fall it it went to zero uh because there were they, the factories were actually shut for they were actually shut which is unbelievable and i think that one more thing and talking about pcs specifically was that even though pc is is a very uh, what do you say it's like a default it's so it's very common it still is not the number one priority for sup- suppose suppose there is shortage of silicon uh, silicon okay and uh, which leads to uh, production of chips suppose there is a shortage of chips then the little chips which are manufactured 
they are alloc they are allocated based on importance right so even though pcs are considered as important and needs for every house not house every workplace uh, i feel that even though like it is i feel that cars etc which use other uh, other products which use semiconductors i given those semiconductors those little semiconductors which those factories could manage to make during the pandemic and that and that in turn has again driven the prices up so the number one part was the sentiments where there was absence of where there was actually abundance of demand and basically absence of supply and uh, once the once they start the once they started coping with this and um, started uh, uh, manufacturing some of the chips which they could afford to uh, man, uh, manufacture those were allocated to pre-placed orders like for cars or something like that and if you know that um, uh, automobile companies they are huge they are like they are they're extremely uh, it's a huge market so they and also nobody saw it coming so they had like huge orders which were prepaid and um, which were already paid for obviously and that is why they had to allocate those chips to them and this in turn affected the pc components even more than expected um and obviously like the market situations in different countries are different um there was also this um th- there was also the this rise of um cryptocurrencies like bitcoin valuation which affect which which you can say in most countries directly affected the price but in some countries it was just used as an excuse to drive the price up as usual uh, but yeah like just just our dependence on uh, just supply chain efficiency in terms of uh, just, just cutting every corner that you can yes, yes. and maintain and i think the best way to put it mohit was having very very little or no margin for error like if exactly. there was exactly. if there was, really yeah if there was any day where suppose the demand is supposed to be 5000 and you are only able to make 4500 there is no provision for that situation so if that such a situation arises there is no provision for that it, in the in the culture in the culture that is adopted by the companies with the with the few companies which are creating these chips or uh, yeah these semiconductors exactly. uh, it was a perfect storm you know these companies Uh, they did not have any you know they, their profits were just as expected but who is suffering the world in large is actually suffering right so for them they are so strategic they are so important yet uh, you know a perfect storm such as this uh, did right. not have any you know major impact on their revenues but right. it did uh, bring down revenues of <laughs> almost every other things compared yeah so, so it's yes. something that uh, i think you know uh, we need to understand and we need to have more uh, uh, we need to have more things in place for example us right now uh, they realize that yes you do require chips on a huge scale and they are trying to attract these uh, chip making companies into their country same right. with japan same with india right in fact today itself india gave some huge amount i think 9 billion or something 10 10 billion 10 billion dollars hmm. so 10 billion dollars that was i think kept... unanimously passed if i am not wrong has it been passed yeah it has been approved sorry, sorry. has it been passed yet 
it has been approved the amount has been yeah. approved i don't know the dif- I, i'm i'm not sure about the difference between approved and passed i think it if it has been approved then should be allocated yeah so if it is allocated yes it is good but the thing is the ecosystems around it is very difficult uh, yeah. to bring and yeah. uh, you know as we know uh, pc components if in india's something that was always boggling my mind is how come india does not have any semiconductor manufacturing when i think 65 in uh, during corona pandemic time uh, it was 85% of all the revenue in india was coming mm-hmm. through uh, services that went depend upon semiconductors yeah yeah exactly not even semiconductors through pcs itself right so india if you know has literally zero companies which to make uh, either laptops yes. or pcs or anything and it's a big shame really and i think uh, i think countries have woken up a little bit too late india especially has woken up too late to the possibility yeah and i think i it's i, I don't think that india can solely be blamed here i feel that every other country that is not taiwan has been caught definitely off guard with this because taiwan is the only country that was making it and um yeah like i said 90% of it and 10% was made in south korea and i don't know where foxconn is i think it's in china or something but so yeah 10% from south korea 10% from china but that's all there were no other countries so most so most countries which are directly affected by this have been awoken have awoken to this um this fact i should say this reality where Uh, so much of supply so, so much of and also yeah this this point which i was going to talk about is like we have even though so it is it is so scary for anything to be dependent in such high amounts on one thing one thing yes, yes right and this this applies not only to the pc component or semiconductor issue or anything it 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 applies to everything a small digression which i uh, want to take here is about just about the supply of all goods not only semiconductors you i'm sure that our listeners would be aware that china is is called the factory of the world because china basically powers a lot of the world through their exports uh, by powers i mean it gets the world going through their exports and and that is one one issue that was talked about where where most countries now need to work at bringing back productions to their own countries or or not depending on one country uh, there is nothing we are not speaking yes. against china yes. here we are we are speaking about depending on one country if you are depending on one country for everything and if something bad happens to that country maybe politically economically or anything for that matter or if there is a epidemic or pandemic or whatever that is going to definitely affect the whole world and that is solely because something bad happened uh, to one country out of 100 and how many countries do we have 157 whatever yeah, so 192 official countries 192 official countries so out of 192 if you are depending upon one that's not a good sign i agree i agree yeah. and uh, i think this is just a need for chasing that hyper <laughs> hyper efficiency and it is it is definitely i don't know if anyone is going to do any research on this but uh, yes it is definitely something that we should understand and 
make some provisions for because something as important as pcs in today's world it's very uh, tragic that people who actually needed it the most were the ones who suffered the most let's just say oh my god hmm yeah that and, is true and i think you know if we want to take away any learnings from this my main thing would be i i took away the learning that uh, fine no matter what happens if situation gets better things will take a long time to act you know if situations in this sort of hyper uh, efficiency environment of doing business uh, gets better things in the economy get better it still requires a lot of time for you know prices to normalize right. and the prices will uh, forever remain inflated right and people who suffer the most are obviously the people who uh, needed the most that's yeah. what i learned from this and yeah. uh, before before of, before we can move on before we can move on yeah, with our yeah yeah before we can move on with the rest of the learnings from this pandemic you can say or this shortage of silicon that we are experiencing even now um i would like to give in give some of my not some at least one of my tidbit okay so the tidbit for today is are you ready for this mohit this uh, is going I'm to be ready. Ready. yeah the, i think this is going to be slightly surprising for you but you may know this but obviously i needed to uh, add those statements because obviously i am the uh, one who gets to play the smart guy here okay so did you know mohit that tiny little jumping spiders have you seen them they are very mm-hmm. tiny they are very yeah, very yeah, tiny yeah yeah i i have i have, and I have ju- this, this. yeah yeah do you know that they have microscopic pupils like they have very very like, yeah they have very oh. small pupils Oh, and yeah, that makes sense actually yes yes huh? wait but this is not over yet even with those microscopic pupils they are able to see the moon with them did you know that really yeah even with What's such small yeah even with such small pupils they are able to see the moon i was very surprised about that no but uh, fine if if they have such small pupils physics might work in their favor but still like damn but they, they have microscopic mo it means that un- until you put put them under a microscope you will not be able to see them pupils my friend i think it depends more on the ability of the retina you know the yeah. things the curvature of the retina and if the pupil can contract and but damn man that's that's kind of savage i didn't know that wow yeah epic. okay okay yes. that is that is a really good tidbit yeah i, I was so i was just um, i was mesmerized knowing this because it moon the moon, so humans as humans we associate moon the moon with a lot of things right but uh, the most um, i would say like i think as humans as early humans i think the most uh, what do you say uh, kind of mysterious thing for us was the moon itself because we did not know much about it we 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 saw it in the sky um every night but we we don't we did not know jack about that moon right and exactly 
and that's and, that's okay that's that's really good yeah and that's knowing good that good. really such tiny spiders are able to still um, you know look see at the moon, moon. yeah see that's, the moon that's really uh, that's a very beautiful thing you just told yeah yeah okay okay cool cool yeah that's it that's okay, it okay. coming back coming back so i think the solution for what i learned sanat yeah the solution for what i learned and what i learned was uh, let me repeat again what i learned was the focus on all this hyper efficiency fine was situations will get better after such a big black swan event such as coronavirus pandemic uh, the inflation in prices will remain uh, for a long period of time and the people who needed the most get the most affected so i generally do not know as far as the solution i generally do not know how you uh, how you can give people who need it without uh, a huge governmental force a pressure yes put on or at least a big organization acting in a vigilant manner yeah i feel that one of the ways you can fix it is as something that we've already undertaken is have multiple sources for these so exactly. before all i i agree that uh, in such a mass event things affect everyone equally in terms of companies and manufacturing um obviously definitely a rich person will not be affected as much uh, as the poor person by the pandemic definitely that is true but i'm talking about manufacturing where if if there is a shortage of raw materials and everybody uses those raw materials to produce what they are producing it is going to affect the manufacturing for everyone so i feel that having multiple sources does not for sure guarantee a better or um, a prep, a prepared approach to a, pre- a preparedness towards pandemic but it definitely helps to have multiple sources to um, so that and also have a contingency something like you said like government stepping in and asking them to have a contingency reserve most com- there are a lot of companies who have this 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 is something known as contingency reserve um, there are companies uh, which are mandated to um, maintain them certain, yes, yes. Uh, but obviously this if if this can be mandated for highly rela- so things uh, for production companies which produce items which are highly relied upon by the common public i think that is the way forward i think government regulating this um i think is is the only way i feel that that may work obviously there are multiple ideas behind this but i think that the most uh, effective what i from from my eyes i feel that that would be if the the government intervention into this obviously i don't want governments to start manufacturing chips with, that is something that i would never want uh i still want the private companies to continuously manufacture it but uh for sure i want government intervention or working with on the government supply, you know uh, on supply, on supply yeah. to the retail yes, yes yes yeah and yeah obviously it is very difficult to fix a price and on on, on this because uh, uh let's face it after multiple arguments and multiple um you know back like just moving forwards and backwards we i'm talking about india we have um you know agreed upon subsidizing food prices and all that it was so difficult to um obviously it has been going on for a long time but definitely uh this is a huge undertaking by the government and i don't expect them to do that for you know something like silicon or gpus or anything like that but definitely 
mandate certain contingency stuff for the company so that they can tap into those reserves when you know such a it can be a pandemic it could be a war it could it could be anything and it could happen anytime so yeah and uh, that was moy that was your learning do you have anything more to add about yours no no that, that's it that's it i think uh, i i'm i'm actually done with whatever i Ah, yeah. Okay, so you basically wanted to speak about the supply chain efficiency issue. Exactly. Uh, exactly. There yeah. should be, in my opinion, there should be some excess inventory that should give people wiggle room. Hmm. And uh, as you said, I, I think I completely agree that location and position hmm. of these things, you know, you need to diversify the risk. You know, if you're right. putting some factory, maybe in China, maybe put one in Vietnam, or maybe put one somewhere in Europe. no right different uh, places right i think i think that that's that's le- legitimately all i wanted to add yeah and uh, i feel that i think so one of my learnings was just that to diversify but if since we have already spoken about that thinking about this further i think um i feel that uh, i think it is time to look further from the pcs as well um although pcs are fulfilling a lot of what we need uh but definitely uh if if a pc relies on one component if there is no semi if there are no semiconductors we won't have a pc um maybe we can maybe we can think of better way i mean this is a huge i mean this is like a way into the future kind of a learning which i wanted to state and that was just that thinking of ways to make pcs available to people who need it number one second may may not uh, second was just to devise very basic pcs where in case where in such cases we would not need items which are uh, which are in which are in scarcity to make those small pcs or just uh, you know just things like workhorse like workhorse pcs where you just have a very basic cpu gpu just for the display so that you know you can get your work done you can send your emails uh, you can do your word excel all that jazz if you can sort all that without the need of a semiconductor i know this sounds i know this sounds very hopeful or uh, idealistic <laughs> but i feel that it can be done because um, let's face it there are so many things that we have overcome and and i do believe truly that semi uh, like making pcs only based on semiconductors is definitely not the way to go to go into the future with because obviously pandemics if you guys if you see cosmic events okay uh, i just wanted to put this into perspective if you see cosmic events um you would know that 100 years is a very short period of time it's it's very very short it is equivalent to maybe a day in cosmic terms or at max a week i don't think it is even as big as a week but uh, as long as a week but i'm just saying why am i saying that is because we cannot say that oh yeah such a thing happens only once every 100 years so we should not prepare for that and i and i'm i'm definitely i'm a person who thinks opposite of that i feel that 100 years is a very short time very very short time and um, it it just goes by in a jiffy because like uh passing pol- passing through like getting through policies getting them in place getting them to work it's it's it takes a 
lot of time and if you always keep that attitude where oh such an event only happens once in once in 100 years so this will not affect us for a long time if we keep going with that attitude it is definitely come going to come back and bite us and if there is one learning from the pandemic it is that uh, of preparedness so just our, and our learning from this also for the pc space also is being prepared for such events number one which is very difficult so definitely diversify uh, your uh, the places the locations you produce or obtain your pc parts components or anything which is essential from and uh, obviously not rely on like one country or um, or not don't rely on one, one position, yes. yeah one position one culture if if a competitor is following that culture um then governments can maybe mandate uh, just you know uh, being able to maintain some kind of contingency reserve or funds which we will be able to supply at the time of need so yeah it's done our episode for today is done this is all that we needed to speak about uh, but yes there is still one thing that is left and that this is where i get i get the most opportunity to shine because let's face it guys i am the most smart person on this planet so i'm going to be smart once again i'm going to educate mohit about one more tidbit are you ready mohit okay 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 i am i am oh i, I love your fake enthusiasm mohit okay no this is genuine enthusiasm i never knew that uh, they could see the moon okay cool cool uh so this is the next uh tidbit that is and I, i'm sure this I, I i'm kind of sure you know this but i'm just gonna say it anyway there are more hydrogen atoms in a teaspoonful of water than okay. than there are of teaspoonfuls of wait i'm going to say that again sorry this is kind of a tongue twister guys there are more hydrogen atoms in a teaspoonful of water than there are in teaspoonfuls of water in the entire world's oceans wait what <laughs> So if you have a teaspoon full of water mohit hmm. there are more more hydrogen atoms in that teaspoon full of water hmm. than um teaspoonfuls of water in the, in the world's oceans so suppose you can get suppose oh, suppose, suppose you can get 5 yeah. million teaspoonfuls of water in the yeah, oceans that's fair, that's fair. That's fair, there are yes. more than 5 million hydrogen atoms in just one teaspoon of water Uh, yeah, yeah that, that, that's fair actually that's fair yeah that's that's a lot of atoms guys lot of atoms and earth is 74% or what 76 78 i don't know 74 70 yeah, it, 70 i thought it is 74 yes guys 74% ocean so in one teaspoon full of water you have more hydrogen atoms than all of the oceans uh, i mean in teaspoon full of oceans that you ocean water that you can basically accommodate on our planet so Damn. that's yeah. crazy to think about even the next tidbit is about the same but for that you'll have to wait for the next episode guys i know this is very interesting <laughs> okay okay i think i think that's it guys oh yeah that's it uh nothing more to add uh, from my end do you have anything to add mohit no no nothing nothing else from my end either Okay, so okay. I guess that's it guys so good night yeah bye bye